Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, yo, this is Big Daddy Kane, and you're listening to another hot interview on The Library with Tim Einenko on RapStation.com. With hits like Scenario, Case of PTA, and the International Zone Coaster, what else can I say about my next guest? He's from Uniondale, Long Island, and was introduced to us as the member of the great group, Leaders of the New School. He has continued working on his craft, and as a student and teacher of hip-hop culture, he's just released his latest album, Cameo Flows, featuring Charlie Brown, who's here with us today. Dinko D, welcome to the library with TimAnikoRapStation.com. What's going on? Thank you so much. Strong Island in the house. Queens in the house. We also, we at the spot right here in Queens at my man DJ Elron. He produced the joint Murders and Numbers. That's where we at in Queens. Right here. So it's all, you got, you got, you got part of the CD right here. (laughs) There's always this debate, um, and you guys please talk about it as well, but the state of hip hop, like, is it, is it, what is it, what is the state of hip hop? Is it, Lacking because of the there's lack of diversity. Nah, in radio a, or is, you know, it's, what is your it's a different you know it's different mediums now, man. I mean you know it's it's actually grown. We've we've seen it as a baby, so it ain't it's not like every other music where we could you know rock soul jazz that's been here already. You know been here for for decades. Now we got a new brand of music and we watching it grow. We still molding it. Cameo flows is. Out now, um, as mentioned, it features all-star cast of people. Um, for you, what was the purpose of the album? Like, I mean, the overall purpose of this album. The purpose of this album was that I've done so many songs over the years <laughs> <laughs> that I was like, I have to get this music out. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You know, a couple people always see them. I'll be like, yo, I'm going to get this album tight. I'm going to get it right. Like, nah, man, just put your music out. You know what right. I'm saying? So... I feel like I feel better getting my music out and getting behind it and pushing it. So, you know, instead of just waiting for the right time and wait, waiting for the right perfect moment and situation, I'm just putting my music out and working it and living with it and making it and let it speak for itself. When uh, when Sunflower came out, uh, was the first single that you dropped. Yeah, 
And now I'm listening to the complete album, and I feel like there's like so many songs that could have been the first single of the album. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And that's that's a problem with leaders like us, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we always made so many dope songs, it was hard to pick like, yo, what's the single going to be? What's this one going to be? So, it, you know, it gets hard, but you try to make every... I tried to make every song as as big as it could be so it could be on its own, you know what I'm saying? Instead of making a sequence album and having highs and lows, always wanted the, the lows to be as high as the highs, you know what I'm saying? Like that, basically. See, I'm going harder heading home. Get a life from face step every time you face me. Think about your last breath. Love a chick who's loving it. Hate a cat covering it. I'm only going to tell you once. After that, it's past this. Only thing stopping you is only me watching you. Package handling. Um, you know, you, you, for me, it was like you just go in on attack mode. You're, yeah, yeah. That was my man, John Doe, up in Connecticut. You know what I'm saying? He made that track. And he always comes with that funk. Matter of fact, me and Brown worked with him a couple times. You know what I'm saying? We got a couple songs with him. He's dope. He's a dope producer. And um, that was one of those vibes. Like, me and him, like, the track wasn't no straight hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? And it was it was still hard, though, and it moved. And I liked the motion in that song. I love that song. And that was my man, Cass. He's from Connecticut. You know, he was, he was up. It was just a vibe. We was around each other, and that, and that song came out. We even going back and forth at the end, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a nice little, nice little exchange right there. A couple of bucks, buckets, sluts, duckets for a fucking beat for me to cuss too much. Ain't a thing too hard once again. Bring pain, go inside the actual Is that more like, is that, is that an example for you as like uh, lyrical exercise in a way? Or just kind of, are you like, you know, testing your limits as an MC? Or? Yeah, I'm always, I'm always testing myself. That was just a fun record, and I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Verbally, I just, I like to, I like to go beyond myself. Uh, before I get on, you make me happy. Yeah, this is the truth. You stood right beside me. Yeah, when I had no Samples or I guess he does uh, the Frankie Beverly uh, track uh, before I let go. Uh, what what influence has Frankie Beverly has on your career musically and you as a person musically? Oh come on, man! I've, I've had his records. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've, I know his records. I had before I let go in the crib. You know what I'm saying? I had that album that it was on. What was the name of that album? B. You remember? I forgot the name of it. You know, you do. You usually good at that, man. Frankie Beverly, this is C. Brown. Frankie Beverly had like a lot of different hits, but Before I Let Go was his staple, which got his band a lot of gigs, and they they constantly tour around the country. You know what I'm saying? But they had a they had an influence on Dinko, I would say, because of him and his father's record collection that he had in the basement. Is a lot of soul, a lot of jazz. Um, a lot of soundtracks, movie soundtracks, and you know that the before I let go, the, the joint that he he flipped it in a new way. You know what I'm saying? Because he knows that if you go to any party, you know whether it be in LI, Queens, Brooklyn, Uptown Harlem, the Bronx, Mount Vernon, New Rochelle, anyway, Yonkers, all all of that, or Jersey. Or Connecticut, you play that record before I let go, and everybody's like, "Oh, school, that's my jam," you know. So I think he wanted to capture that moment as well. You know what I mean? People are like, "Oh, that's my jam." It's like you're giving them something new with something old, and that's been a formula that 
you know, we've incorporated with all of our music. And if you listen to Busta Rhymes, he's he's used that formula as well. And you ain't really heard anything from my 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 own stuff, your my own stash yet. But I, I I will be coming with some stuff. But Dink definitely captured it on that song. I was listening to it on the way here from um from picking him up. Mm-hmm. We were listening to it in the car. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, wow, okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I I didn't hear that song until today. Oh wow. Yeah, I heard and I've heard you know I've heard you know hundreds of, of songs and beats that Dinko's created over time. You know, but he definitely captured something old with something new, mm. took it to that next level. And that's what, you know, that's a formula that keeps hip hop artists relevant and it creates an audience of, you know, there's no uh, stigma on their age group. You know what I'm saying? Because if they hear it, like what you said to, when you asked them the question, you posed the question to them, you said, you know, before I let go, what you know, what kind of influence has Frankie Beverly had on it? Frankie Beverly's influenced hip hop. Right. I mean, there's there's people that have taken that song, whether it be the title, the chorus, the music. Over the years, you know, Steady B used it back in the days. He he actually played the bass line on on his album. You know, what I mean, um, Keith Murray, I believe, used uh, before I let go. So. So the, the time is, it, it went from the 80s, from when the record came out to 2016, 2017, on the cusp of 2017, and it's going to be here forever, just like Dink's music, you know what I'm saying? It, it's something that's timeless. For both of you, I mean, uh, the Charlie Brown and Dinko, when you guys are creating music that, do you, when you're creating music... How do you know it's going to be timeless? Like, I mean, do you do you consciously go into that? Being like, well, I, I just explained to you the formula. The formula to success for for us has been using something that's old, putting your new spin on it, and taking it to the next level through your lyric lyrical content, your chorus of the song, or a bridge in the song, or having some scratching in the song. To give it that next level push, that next understanding to it, you know, and and that formula will be successful forever because the original pioneers are the ones who use that formula. If you listen to their routines and the way that they used to put their routines together, they would take a popular melody from a pop record Mm -hmm. or something and flip it and and harmonize it into a hip hop on a hip hop tip. You know, they weren't the best singers, but they would harmonize and it would give it that soul that it needed and change the lyrics up. So people were like, yo, I know that song, but I don't know the lyrics to it. So something new, but I know it. I know the melody of it. Melody is very important in in creating, you know, an elaborate song structure mode to where people can digest the music and get that fusion of, of all the mixtures of old and new together, you know? Has that formula, have that actually become, it seems like record labels are cracking down on sampling. Has that become harder to do? Uh, um, everybody doesn't know that formula because they don't want to pay respect to history. Right. You know what I'm saying? These new artists don't know that formula. They'll, to them, they'll what they'll take is old. Old to them is Biggie and Tupac. You know what I'm saying? Old to leaders of the new school is, you know, Grandmaster Flash and and the 
Treacherous Three, the Cold Crush Brothers, the Disco Four, you know, the Fearless Four, you know, groups like that that came up in those times. Dinko, you know what I'm saying, is is a product of that. You know what I'm saying? And that's why he it was necessary for him to show that individually he could put out a project along along with the people like he's met along the way that influenced his vibe and gave him the right energy to create a product that can be relevant today as it would be relevant yesterday or it'll be relevant for tomorrow's to come. You know what I'm saying? So, but everybody doesn't know that formula. So some of them, they don't, they don't sample. They don't, but they'll sample vocally. Like they'll take somebody's out of somebody's lyrics They'll take something that was catchy and use it as their chorus. Right. Biggie, 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 can't you see? That's Slick Rick. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So th- th- those are, you know, the artists that came up in the 90s, how, when we came out, they were, used, they were still using those formulas. And these, those formulas can still work today, but the new artists, they're on their own tip. You know, I think with the help of technology and the audience expanding, that they've forgotten about that, but they'll they'll always will be artists that cherish what you can bring to the table on a new level using something old like that, and it, and it'll be successful, you know. And then you'll have the new artists that don't even touch it at all, and it'll be successful. But to the old heads, they'll be like, "That ain't the formula, really. <laughs> that ain't really kicking in me." You know what I'm saying? I'm not really feeling that shit. I'm not feeling the way that the beat is. Or the lyrics are, the chorus, or they're not feeling the, the elements to the song that, you know, make it pop so that the DJ will play it. You know, the DJs, the DJs, the DJs are the ones that that dictate, you know what I'm saying, what's popping. Um, most DJs that you hear in, in the metropolitan area will give you the flavor that I'm talking about on the weekends. Where they'll dig in the crate and throw some dope shit on, you know what I'm saying? Something classic that people will remember. And and, and some of the new fans that are listening to st- stuff like Freddie Wop and and the new artists that are out today, they'll they'll be like, "Oh, that was catchy" or whatever. Even with him, Freddie Wop, for instance, he's not doing nothing that's brand new, but he's not doing nothing that's old either. Right. He's use, he's just he's he's using his soul to sing the hooks. And he's not the con. The substance is not like there's not like a crazy substance or subject matter he's talking about. He's just doing what he does. That's part of the new generation. Put his soul on it, like you said. You know, that's it's his new form of soul music. He put that soul in it. So you know, cameo flows shows that he has he has songs like that on there where a combination of of he uses um Maine right right Maine Maine is somebody who's he's worked with who's part of the Big East which is an ensemble mm-hmm. with Dinko Big H and and Maine and he has somebody who sings the hooks and Dinko and H handle and the all the rhyme part you know he brings a lot of slow soul to that group you know like the Big East album is definitely crazy like you know Working with a singer, you know what I'm saying? It's just like producing beats, working with a keyboardist or working with a band, you know what I'm saying? You learn to you learn to bounce off each other, just like we bounce off each other lyrically, me, him, and Buster, you know what I'm saying? It's a, you start building a DNA with the groups and different things that you that you resource around, you know what I'm saying? Different records that you have in your crate. 
different records that you listen to. You know what I'm saying? Just like when my father's basement, you know what I'm saying? Like he was saying, my collection. Like he had a collection, a lot of knowledge because his brother was a DJ. You know what I'm saying? He had mad resources to, to play off and, and knowledge to gain from that. So, you know, it's, it's what you around. Speaking of it, I mean, you two, you two are on, um, worried about numbers, right? My lady driving the whip and we ain't broke. No laws keep score. Watch out for the homicide. Force my hand, my man, if we collide. Take heed, who for thought, my youngin'. The next time you hear the sirens coming, the lights steady flashing. Hold the square as we fly right past you. How do you guys keep challenging each other? Like when you both are in a booth. Oh, that was- that song That was easy That was right here man You know L. Ron DJ L. Ron was DJ L. Ron The Sound King Came up with the He had the track here right. And I had the concept for the, for the record In my head But I kicked it to Dinko And I, and I told him The concept about Right and It's like it, we, we, we used to do it we're, right? we're, we're, we're concept crew You know yeah. Chuck Chuck taught us that You know what I'm saying we Chuck D from, from Public Enemy He's, you know, he's the one who Who showed us about Concepts how to, you know, stuff and how um, to combine it with it, you know, concept, lyrics, attitude, it. music, and performance. Right. He show, he showed us a system of how to approach being an artist, right, and being um, a lyricist and being a performer and being meaning, and being a meaningful. producer, and right, be, and have a meaning behind what you stand for and make it really make a stain on society to make sure they know who you are and what you about. That's right. You got to constantly remain relevant. And the Murder by Numbers record, it was really easy. Once I had the concept, it was like Murder by Numbers. It was like, wow. even though I, I, even though I know the title, somebody else used the title. There was a movie called Murder by Numbers. Actually, Sting from uh, the Police, he had a, a song called Murder by Numbers. But I was like, Murder by Numbers, that kind of fits the what's going, what's on, going right on right now. now. I was like, and with the music, I was like, it fits what's going on right now with the police killing black people and getting, getting away, away with it. it it's crazy it's you know just, and doing, just today, doing illegal search mistrials come on it's crazy so it was like so to have that song to be a part of his project was, was like dope. you know we <laughs> had it it, it he, just fit perfect you know what i'm saying whenever i wear i mean whatever song we do is good but just for my for the project that song felt perfect for you know what i'm saying for the project for me and him it just right. fit so well so i mean you guys have to have this friendship and also a working relationship where I mean you know you obviously know that the concept you came up with was going to be perfect for something that yes yes definitely Brown Brown always like we read each other we know each other's words coming out of our mouth man you know what I'm saying when you're around somebody so long that's why the formula works so good so you know we always whenever we around each other juices flow beat music gets done it gets produced and it's just it's just good Uh, the track up uh, Black Pirate King Freestyle. Uh, hey, I'm just the next one to go. D I N C Skip a row out of D. It's me. In the same lane. Doing the same thing again. Brady's the proud penman. New style again. That pen hits the pack. Ascension from within. That's freestyle? Yeah, nah, it wasn't. It actually wasn't a freestyle. I, I think I don't know if money be, but I don't think nobody. It was like. It, it was freestyle because it was, it was rhymes that. You know what I'm saying? You you just you just go off on freestyle. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? No, that's an answer. I was gonna ask if it was a freestyle or a concept. And then I mean, it, actually, there's freestyle in it. Like pose, some, a couple pose of the, the question. Pose the question. I'm gonna ask you, Dink. This what? And I'm gonna ask you as well. You know, what is freestyle? 
Is it coming off the top of your head and being able to put words and metaphors together and punchlines together right off the top of your head? Or is it like I heard Big Daddy King say, you know, which was interesting, a rhyme that you wrote at home that you memorized and you kicked it freely in a cipher. Right. That was going on. Is that a freestyle? So it's both because, you know, it's both because. KRS will tell you that freestyling is coming off the top of your head. And that's the teacher, too. You know what I'm saying? They're both masters, but they have different ways of of looking at the same topic. You know, and I, I thought that was very interesting. So I, I, I would say that if you listen I mean, to Black and, Pirate and, King and, James, and that's you know how we rhyme. Like, you know, if you an MC, you know, you know, you get to a point where you like, instead of me just babbling something, let me just, I, I freestyle and I'll I'll say some words off at the top, but I'll mix it, you know what I'm saying, make sure that it's entertaining, man, and it's not just, you know, it means something. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was, when I was listening to it, I was like, it's either freestyle, the two ways you said it was either, it, there's a there's a freestyle element to it, it depends on what, I guess, school of thought you have in terms of what defines a freestyle. Yeah, and then it was something new, so it was, you know, I was free to just do what I wanted to do on that, man, and it was, it was fun. I let everybody go. We didn't have no plan, so it was just... It was just it was just a momentary thing. We just all went in. We didn't know what we was going to do, and we just went in straight on the mic. I make moves, break moves, then skate smooth. I make a fake move, you lose. Whoever's late, they snooze. Think you does what you do, because you leaving no clues. You just as clumsy as Scooby on Scooby-Doo. I make music so the vibe right, long into the night light. Uh, the track music, I, you, you talk about it. Oh, uh, man, that's my man Jack Beasley. What you was no, say? no, I think it's no. It's actually one of my favorite songs on the album. I love that song, uh, but I'm going to say that's about every song on the album. So, <laughs> uh, what, I know you talk about it on this track, but what purpose does do you think music should? Well, what purpose does music serve in your life? And then how do you try to like? I mean, the feeling. If you listen to that song, the feeling, you know, music. You know what I'm saying? That that song is dope, man. I, I was just it, what my rhyme means to me. That's what it's yeah. about. You know what I'm saying? The way I flip words and, and play with words, the beats, and you know, it's just it feels good, man. I love it. I wouldn't I wouldn't change this to some um, occupation for nothing. I talked about it prior to our interview, but I said one thing I do appreciate about the album is that. Uh, it's there's so many things happen musically. Uh, yes. There's like singing, there's horns, there's guitar, there's scratching. Right. Um, why is that? Why for this album? Why did you want to not just be like a straight, you know, hip hop album? You wanted to have because I've that's that's the thing. You know, I've never really been just a straight hip hop dude. Like man, I, I've I've always enjoyed music. Man, I I grew up listening to jazz. You know what I'm saying? I grew up. With, Playing in my brother in my my father's jazz records in his collection, funk and soul records. You know what I'm saying? He was part of my bank memory bank. You know what I'm saying? Feeding me one of my resources that you know what I'm saying. I had to I had to go to. So I listened to everything and and I wanted to always be able to combine it. And this album, I like that you can you know everybody. There's something for everybody. You can't say it's a boom bap. Mm-hmm. This yo, this yeah. is that boom bap shit. You can't say, yo, this is that this is that corny free this is that corny um singly mu- music. You know what I'm saying? You can't you you know, it's not one direction, it's universal, you know. So 
I just wanted to go everywhere. I just I I, I like trying to make a new lane. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's it. I mean, that kind of goes back to I know, and I know I've read on this, but you talk about your 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 dad's jazz collection. I think, yeah, man. And I think what kind of stands about, I guess, today's generation, hip hop generation, is that, and versus you guys, is that you did kind of you did have rap artists to look up to, but it wasn't, but. They rap artists rap is not where it is, but where it was. Nah, there's it's millions now. Now you know, kids have grown up and and you know our first music wasn't wasn't hip hop, right? It wasn't right. We grew up in the seventy. I was born in seventy one, so by seventy nine, eighty, I already had a memory bank of not nothing hip hop. You know what I'm saying? It was soul, funk, jazz, R and B. You know what I'm saying? classic it was classics it was joints so you think that's like i mean do you think that's, that's a big difference a to big me difference. and today because you got the new generation of hip-hop kids who i mean they get some of that different type of music but they've always had hip-hop you know they, what i'm saying they, they, to, they don't know a world without rap music right you know what i'm saying i think when you say hip-hop hip-hop has to if you if you create hip-hop music you know what i'm saying uh, it's really rap music, you know what I'm saying? But if you you create it and you want to label it hip hop, it has to have the elements in it. Right. DJing, yeah. Yeah, it has to have it has to have some flavor where it takes you to the graffiti writing. You know what I'm saying? DJing, MCing, and b boying or rocking on the floor. You know what I'm saying? From from that aspect, you know, or beatboxing or you know the elements of hip hop. It has to it should encompass that. From a from a visual and from a historical base, you know what I mean. Um, him, this, this generation hasn't grown up without knowing uh, their parents are listening to hip hop. Right, right. They're listening to rap music. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're listening to these elements and the, and and they're going on. So they don't really know a world without it. So sometimes they can't go. They can't go. Back further than 1997, when they when actually the first records I would say that were recorded was 78, 79, where they had actual cats rapping to beats mm-hmm. and putting it down, putting bringing bringing it forth, you know, bringing the culture forward. Charlie, you talked about earlier about how um, like Chuck D from Public Enemy, I. You know, meant, kind of mentored you. Not kind of. He he, yes. he gave me my name. You know what I'm saying? There would be no Charlie Brown without Chuck D. And if you look at today's generation, do you think there's a disconnect between kind of the this school of artists versus the older school of artists? Uh, and hmm. if there is one, there's this this so? difference. You know what I'm saying? There's a difference. There's a chip on the younger guy's shoulder saying, "Oh, you a old head." Right. You know, get off the fucking block. You know, they want to be on that tip. You know what I'm saying? You 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 taking money out of my pocket. They, they look at it like that where as the culture is so diverse and the audience has expanded so much that there's room for all of it, to be honest with you. It's, except for some of the older artists would, I would say that they were not getting their fair share of, they're making really good conscious records with substance and they're not getting record play. Right, you know what I'm saying they're not getting the, the spins, the BDSs that some of the new artists. Are, but that's the game. When I was coming out we, with Dinko D and Busta Rhymes and Milo, they weren't playing um, Fearless Four records. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? They weren't they 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 were playing in ninety, they were playing BDP and Brand Nubian and Tribe Called Quest and Main Source. Pete Rock and CL Smooth came with their E P, you know, um Poor Righteous Teachers, Special Ed. You know, it, right. it, it, the list goes on and on. Positive K, you know what I'm saying? They were, there's just so many artists out there. Big Daddy Kane, Cool G Rap, you know what I'm saying? You know, just you know everybody that was coming out at, at like in the 80s in the late 80s from i'll say 86 on though those golden years of, at the mid 80s from run dmc really on to the 90s you know what i mean the early 90s was like a really golden period of sampling kicks and snares and using really choice samples and having really good rhyme structure and and and, and having real good patterns and the thing about it is if the oh if the new artists would just listen to some of the, some of what these who like uh who mentored us Chuck D if they would just listen to some of the guys who who they look up to and mentored then the reflection would be a more balance in some of the sounding records or having a project like a Dinko D cameo flavors you know what I'm saying with where you can't pigeonhole him into one hole. It's not just a boom bap album. It's not just a new age album with you know just just beats that are everywhere and and just everybody's rhyming and going everywhere with it. It's, it's it has it has an angle, and I think he you know what I'm saying he pulled it off. You know what I'm saying, and I think there's there's other artists that do it too, but it's, it's special for him. Because he comes from a you know iconic base, it's it's not like people don't know who leaders of the new school is, and then they don't. And if they don't know who leaders of the new school is, then they damn sure know who Buster Rhymes is, and that's the foundation of, that we you know were able to establish back in. Um, we're actually a group from the eighties that came out in the nineties, so we had to evolve as we were moving along. He never stopped thinking from the lessons that were taught to us from the studio 510 with Chuck D and the Bomb Squad you know he never stopped implementing those ideas and those concepts to working with other people you know what I'm saying so he can work with any other artist and still have his stamp to let you know like yo this is me I have something to say and I have a foundation and a, and a method that I apply to my music and my lyrics and my rhythms that I rhyme in, my cadences, that gives me a special and unique spot in hip-hop. Going off of that, do you think, I mean, with you releasing your new album, with Tribe releasing a new album, with Daylight releasing a new album, you, you, I feel like hip-hop is in this generation. You know, it's, it's, it's not, I don't know, Uncharted Territories is, Waters is the thing, but do you feel like this movement by artists of your generation is breaking down that barrier that the news that kind of younger generation feels of course piece by piece and each and each each person has a, is a level you know what i'm saying it's like you know for buster and see coming from busters he's come from you know what i'm saying from our foundation and for him to be one of the prodigies and iconic dudes that he is the last through all of this it just shows you know what i'm saying i'm, I'm sure it gives other cats inspiration because it gives me inspiration you know what i'm saying to be able to reinvent yourself and carry what we have and make it fit every time and every you know what i'm saying mm. to make it fit every generation every year year after year so i mean day came back you know what i'm saying tribe came back 
a lot of other cats is coming back. I see like Ed OG's coming back with a new album. Common still he's bringing it. Master Ace, you know, me, you know, and you know we got some and we we got some leader songs that we working, you know, to to, to take it to another level. Um, I always want to quickly go back to the the album. Oh, yes, you uh, you sample one of my favorite songs in the world because I sung it for sixth grade graduation. Uh, we are the world. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Yo, that's by my man DJ Rob Flo. As, as the world turning out burns, fill it in my next term. This is what the people want. Give it to them, yes, firm. Grab the oats, spare the wheat, rise to the occasion. Break the bread, spread the beef. She'll be explaining. No one man should carry all the weight from being ready. While the rest wait in line, I'm uplifting every heavy. DJ Rob Flo, that's actually my partner who we putting this out independently. You know what I'm saying? Me and him put this project together. He's a great dude. He did like the leader's classic mixtape for me. He does a lot of my mixtape work and a lot of production. And I've been working with him. He actually produced Sunflower. Oh, nice. You know what I'm saying? So he's a he's a key vital protein to this this whole thing right here. He's definitely definitely the, one of the pieces of glue that that that's make that made Cameo flows what it is right now. Why did you decide to bring kind of We Are the World? to 2007 2016 I mean cause it's, it's just like like just like um, Murder by Numbers with Brown it, it fit for the time it's perfect you know what I'm saying it took it to the next level with a bunch of dope MCs that's on it you know what I'm saying you know Vice Versa Genesis B there's just so many people on this album like the names just keep coming DJ Rob Flo everybody it's a, it's a lot of people man and they bring you know, Minx, there's a lot of different people when they bring a different flavor and their consciousness on that record. And it's a, you know, and just like I had records with like Scenario or Spontaneous, it was one of those joints. You know, you got to have that joint on there. That was part of the formula. So it just, it was just, it just fit perfect. You and Charlie Brown have obviously been doing this for a good amount of time, and and and, and you're strong. You guys are continuing to be strong lyrically and musically. Uh, but I was curious: was there ever an, an artist that you worked with? Because you worked with so many. That was like the first time you remember that you got in the booth and he or she spit something, and then you realized you had to kind of step up your lyrical game because you were in the booth with them. Well, I'm I'm speak for myself. I let Brown talk, but um. When I got around Brown, you know what I'm saying? Brown was lyrically tight, you know what I'm saying? I was really kind of fresh to the game, but he'd been, have, he'd been rhyming before me for a minute, and he had been around it, you know what I'm saying? And him and Buster when I first met them, you know what I'm saying? They both made me step my game up like, damn, I'm around two titans right now. These dudes, right. they got their shit together, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> I got to work, but it was, you know, you learn from the best, so it was it was great to be able to learn from them but i mean i've had other influences like rock kim you know what i'm saying just i never really got to see him in a booth but just listening to his music and hearing it on the radio for the first time he made me say yo <laughs> he makes this feel like as comfortable as as you want to be on the mic you know what i'm saying he ain't you know we come with routines and, and amplitude but his flow was like if i could master that yeah. flow of just being calm and taking and sounding the door with authority on the mic and meaning what I say, 
that's one of the flyers. You know what I'm saying? One of the flyers dudes in the game. But I let Brown tell you. Peyton Flo, I'm just Peyton Flo, Peyton Flo came on a couple of weeks ago. Sunday, New York City Radio was playing it for some reason, uh, and and I was like, it's just like it's just. And for me, it was just effortless. Like you know, it's like, but 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 amazing. Yeah, to be around dudes, I would say I have to say Chuck influenced me the most because when you first start. Everybody starts off and and it, very few that, that I know people start off and they just great mm. off the, and just just have the knack and had it all down pat. When I heard Chuck and I heard him put out "Got to Check Out the Radio," guy, I was like, all right. But when I saw him develop his style over the years and being versatility and watching him in the booth and all of that, that 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 was a big influence to me. But the influence of Dinko and Buster and us having writing sessions together and then going to do a record like Scenario and being around Fife Dog, Rest in Peace, you know, and Q-Tip, you know, there's different there's different stages of it. You get to the point where you're practicing it and then you then you get to the point where you're practicing it, but it's like a like a, a lawyer or or a medical physician. You know what I'm saying? You ha- you have a practice, but when it's time to perform surgery, you come there with the elements and you perform a, a a task. There's a task at hand for you to perform, and you do it with excellence and grace. You know what I'm saying? That that's the scenario record. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The, but everybody came with their pieces. But it fit together. We made it fit and make it made it mean something. That is a timeless piece of artwork. And, and, made sure, and each person made sure that you was inspired <laughs> or influenced to do better. Yeah, come absolutely. With, come you with could. your. You couldn't come behind. When he it. said Bo knows this and Bo knows that, I had to come after him. <laughs> I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yo. That, that, that's how it was. It's like, you know, we don't create a situation where it, it wasn't a situation where it was like, oh, he tried to shit on me, hey, man. Like, no, 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 no. He shitted on the mic. Right. He shit it. Like that, I just gotta, I gotta come back and clean up and <laughs> shit on again for the next one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying? I gotta so clean I was this like, thing and shit I was up. like, it's just, yes, yes, y'all. Who got the vibe? It's the tribe, y'all. Real live, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like we live, we here. You know what I'm saying? I'm like the rest all do. They ain't shit. Then Dinko comes from the D to the O, the middle I N C, and then the video shows like how we incorporated it and made it a business. Right. We took care of business, like EPMD say, strictly business, you know what I'm saying? Because the game is 90% business, 10% show. So you got to be on top of your business. You, uh, you got to be on top of your business, you know what I'm saying, as far as creatively and as far as mathematically and on paper, as far as what you're obligated to and what you're responsible for. Because if you, you're, you're responsible for what you know and what you don't know in the game, you know what I'm saying. So your job is to gain as much knowledge as you can, and then be a practitioner of using wisdom. You know what I'm saying of of yourself learning from the mistakes that you make as well as the ones made by others. You know what I'm saying to come and consistently put out good artwork, good song structures, and and. And have a great stage show so that people want to come see you to create a following, you know. But th- th- those 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 records back in the eighties 
really taught you how to rhyme. I was listening to Kumo D and Treacherous through the Treacherous Three, mm-hmm. and he's and there's a rhyme. I don't know his rhyme, but Special K, right? Everybody always kind of always like Kumo D, Kumo D, Kumo D. But I listen to Special K, and he said a rhyme without rhyming. On if you check out, it's called um, Gotta. Uh, Got a rock. It's called Got a rock. It got a rock. He made it feel like it was rhyming. The words are rhyming. So it's like you know when you when you have an appreciation and a love for it, you can go back in the crate and, and pull out a record, and it'll take you to that point in time, like you said with Rakim and paid in full. We from Strong Island, so you know Rakim is our hero. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? He put Long Island. You know, between Biz, Bismarck, that that's that that's Bismarck. Biz, between Bismarck. EPMD, Rakim, Public Enemy, De La Soul, right there, they put, you know, and Prince Paul from Sonic, you know what I'm saying, cats like that, we had to come behind them, yeah, man, we had to come behind them, so we had no choice to, but to lay something down that was official, yeah, man, that, that great way to say it, Dink, official. I got one, one, more, one more question, um, uh, I feel like I could talk for hours with you guys. Um, of course. So I know uh, there was a tweet that went out by someone. I saw you retweeted. It said, "My Xmas wish is some <laughs> some new leader yeah. from new school yeah. in 2017." Uh, so the question, of course, has to be: Is that going to happen? I mean, it's in the process. You know, we did the hot for the holidays last year. We did the hot for the holidays last year. So it's like this: we we, we got, got nice we run. got material Go already in the can. You know, what I'm saying that's 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 done. You know, what I'm saying some some stuff, some songs that are done. We, you know, it's just, just got to flow. It's just got to flow. The flow of the schedule and everything happening. We're, we're, we're in different times, you know what I mean? Because before it was easier, easier for us to work on material because this, you know, we were all on the same page and we were all around each other constantly. But now that, you know, we're at different levels at life, you know what I'm saying? Dinko's a father, you know what I'm saying? Buster's a father. I'm not a father, but I'm an uncle. You know what I'm saying? So Uncle B. So we Ice you know, Cream B. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, nah, but we, you know, we got some stuff ready though for the for the world to hear, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Lead us in the new school. We just did definitely... the, the We Home joint on Buster's mixtape, and that was a great that was a great vibe. Oh, hell that was yeah, a spark. Man. That was a Black spark Milk. of energy. You know what I'm saying? Black Milk produced that. That was that was a great energy, man. A lot of cats loved that record. And it was a good vibe, man. And you know, we, we had a little runoff for that. So we just got to, you know, just got to finish it up, touch some things up. Time just got to fall in place for each record, each space. And then, it was, then it's going to be on and popping Love like it. popcorn. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be like like you're sitting in the movie theater just watching it go down. You know what I'm saying? Life stories, you know what I'm saying? And the great times that we come up with our energy and bring something special to the game, you know? And show respect to the elders, you know, as as and show these new cats how we put it down in our own special way. The great uh, Charlie Brown and the great Dinko D new album is Cameo Flows. Uh, Charlie Brown and Dinko D, thank you so much for joining me in the library with Tim and Kellen Rapstation dot com. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And God bless, man. God Word bless. is born for the bless new year. Everyone. Thank you, Tim, for making it. We, me and you, it's been a minute. We've been trying to work this interview for about a year now, right? And for everybody. It's been, it's been and- about a year, but it, it's here. You know, timing, man. And, it, and you came in a great time and a great energy right here in Queens. You know what I'm saying? Live in the studio working on new things. Right off Linden. some stuff. So, you know. Yeah, man. And Shout um, out to DJ Rob Flo. Shout out to everybody. DJ Elron. DJ Elron. 
Big shout out to LP. He ain't in the house, but he he in he the house. Spirit, you know? word is born. <laughs> and yo, and 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 if, for those that don't know, you can Mikey buy D. Mikey you can D. buy we Dingo D cameo. About- you can buy Dingo D cameo flavors at iTunes, right? Cameo flows, iTunes, Spotify, Bandcamp, Apple iTunes, all of that. Cameo flows, Dingo D Instagram, Dingo D Twitter. You know what I'm saying? It's right here, man. There it is, man. Dinko D, the legendary yeah. from the LONS. Murder by numbers. Murder by numbers. Murder by numbers. Murder by numbers. Let's ride, y'all, and be free to live. Murder by numbers, something gotta give. Now police kill blacks and get off scot-free. I can't breathe. Choke hole on the killing spree. They still hanging folks way down in Mississippi with ropes and chains. We fighting against the inner mind state. Your case like Ferguson. They draw a gap, looking shook and nervous, son. Things gotta change. Looking at me strange. We at the gun range, ready to take aim. I respond, I'm sovereign. You lost, now it's my turn. Harassing me, son. It's like whenever I burn, trees on the scent. Oh no, you smell smoke. But my lady driving the whip and we ain't broke. No laws keep score. Watch out for the homicide. Force my hand, my man, if we collide. Take heed, who for thought, my youngin'. The next time you hear the sirens coming, the lights steady flashing. Hold your square as we fly right past you without a care. Murder by numbers, 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 murder by numbers. Murder by numbers, murder by numbers, murder by numbers, murder by numbers. Next up, I believe that's me, the next black man to get his ass P.A.T. By one of these offenders of our community. Bad enough, I gotta dodge this gang activity. And practically, all I want is P.A.C.E. Only protection I get is Connors by the three. My magnum's imaginary, but don't test me. Or I'll go batty and bury your ass like Joe Pesci. I ride blocks inside cops, faces sideways. Pull out and drive up until they all in my face. By the time I look, evidence destroyed the weed smoke. No guns, no knives, no bags of dope. They let us go after searching and checking, feeling and rubbing, smelling and looking, coming up with nothing. Not today, they won't be yelling, bingo! Ain't you the brother of the drug dealer that they call Dinko? Do your homework, maybe find some answers for yourself. It's your job informants, ain't nothing but the help. Butlers of the man, maids of no honor. Lazy DTs, they stalk us like a number. One out of four, one out of three. One out of two, it don't take no college degree to know the math that you use, it's a tactical scheme. It was passed down the line before Martin had a dream. The dots you connect intersect with a red beam. I talk low, you say it's loud, I start to wonder. The conversation ends, yeah, murder by a number. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. 
Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.